3: Hey listeners, we are covering Gerald's Game this week. This is just a warning in advance as there's some pretty heavy themes in the episode so we just wanted to let you know before we get into it. Hi, welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm
4: Celia.
3: And this week we're doing 2017's Gerald's Game, directed by Mike Flanagan. But before that, what have you been up to this week?
4: Uh, well, um, I haven't done what I was supposed to do. <laughs> That's about it.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah.
4: So I need to clean my car out, because oh. it's like a rubbish bag on wheels at the moment. Oh God. <laughs> um... It's better than it used to be, but it still needs attention. I just haven't got around to it.
3: It's kind of... The thing is, if you're going to clean your car, you need the weather to be nice.
4: Yeah, because you need to get the doors open and...
3: Yeah, so if like, it's raining or whatever, you can't really do it, yeah, can you? Yeah,
4: puts you off, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah,
3: and also, yeah, you're like, it's raining, I'm not going outside because... It's raining. It's raining, like, yeah. yeah.
4: It's raining. Well, also, you can't hoover the car when it's raining because you don't want your hoover to get wet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that pretty much means I'm not going to have to do it for the next six months
3: because I don't think it's going to dry up until then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Written that off. Just, not a doing just it. get a new car. Just get a new, get car. A new car. Just get a new yeah. car. But then if you get yeah, a new yeah. car, you'll have to clean your old car to get to sell it.
4: Uh, yeah. I'll keep both.
3: Keep both. <laughs> just have a clean car and a car that is full of stuff
4: a full of stuff car yeah a stuff car the and thing a is, though, people are like i can't put anything in your boot because my boot's full of stuff but all the stuff in my boot is essential stuff that i need for the car cuz i've got like oil water screen wash i've got like jump cables i've got like all the, all the stuff you might need in a car emergency is in the boot so the boot's full of <laughs> like emergency <laughs> car stuff <laughs> But I need it there, because if you take it out, that's the day
3: you'll need it. Yeah, but screen wash. You just check to see if you need screen wash and then fill it up.
4: Well, I could do that. And then I put it in, the
3: in your house.
4: <laughs> yeah, I could do that. <laughs> why? You know when you buy screen wash and it comes in this giant tub?
3: Yeah.
4: And you use a little bit
3: and yeah. it lasts two
4: ages. And it always comes in this giant tub.
3: I don't know why they don't do like... A sort of one application amount. Do you know what I mean? Because you'd think as well it would be more
4: comfortable for the company. Yeah. 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 That would be like going to Costa and them giving you a year's supply of coffee when all you wanted was a cup right now.
3: That would be nice. I don't know. These
4: screenwash people are just throwing away their money.
3: Yeah. Speaking of Costa, have you tried the new hot chocolates? No. Oh, they're really they're nice. Good. The Christmas ones, yeah. They're really good. The mm. chocolate orange one. It's really good. A that little bit. Nice,
4: good. I need to get some coffee. I need to give out some coffee. i one of my projects this week. I'm <laughs> gonna try and make candles at home.
3: Ooh.
4: Yeah.
3: So, I wanted to do that, to that a while ago. Two cup candles. They look really yeah. nice, yeah. But well, I never they did might it.
4: be pretty good. Maybe I should make them instead.
3: They look quite nice. But,
4: yeah, I was going to get some nice coffee and see if, see if I can make a coffee-flavoured candle.
1: Mm. But who knows? Never I don't know how that before, would work. So
4: see how it goes. Yeah. I was also going to make a Lapsang sushong candle.
3: Oh, no. Not a Lapsang souchong. Do
4: you know what? I personally really dislike Lapsang sushong. It's But stinks. lots of people love it. And I was like, I could give out these candles to people who like it because oh, I don't think no. people like it. Oh, it stinks. It smells like charity like, shops. It's like smoke.
3: It's horrible. <laughs> it's just... I just don't it's, understand. It's
4: smoky, yeah. Why? It's bonkers,
3: isn't it? Yeah. No. No, thank you. That's not for me.
4: It's such a divisive tea, is Lapsang.
3: It is, isn't it?
4: It's so... You either love it or you hate it. It's like Marmite.
3: I'd rather have an Earl Grey. Like an Earl Grey. I so thought
4: you were going to say an early Grey, then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd <laughs> rather die than drink that shit, no. Yeah, um, I'd rather
4: go to the grave early than drink that. shit. That's a bit of a fun. reaction no matter how much you don't like it. It is a little yeah, bit. have an Earl Grey.
3: Yeah. Or, what's the other one? Lady Grey, that's nice. Uh, I've not tried Lady
4: that's Grey. That's like
3: a, it's a more citrusy version of Earl Grey, it's nice. Is
4: Earl Grey a real person? Was he like a, a tea importer or... Is- um, Is it just completely imaginary
3: name? I want to say yes, but I don't actually know.
4: I, don't I need know to look either. into it. We'll look into it.
3: I feel like he was a real person at some point.
4: He's unlikely to be completely fictional, but also, yeah, who was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's we'll look l- it up. It's
3: life's, life's questions that I just don't have the answer to right now.
4: Not right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. I need to read my uh i feel like on the twinings box there's something about the person so i feel like he is a person or was a person okay maybe yeah i don't know i don't know anyway Anyway. so this week we did gerald's game from 2017 directed by mike flanagan it's a netflix original film and it scored a 6.6 out of 10 on imdb and the synopsis is After trying to spice up their marriage in a secluded lake house, Jessie becomes stuck to her bed as her husband suffers a heart attack. She needs to confront her demons and break free. Yeah. It was good. It's really good, isn't it? I really liked yeah. it.
4: Yeah. I, although when you said we were doing Gerald's game, I assumed it was going to be from the 90s because there's loads of Stephen King films are from that yeah.
3: kind of time yeah I really surprised when it was so recent mm-hmm. it's really yeah uh, it is really recent yeah it's yeah. um the guy it's the guy who did hush that we covered oh. it's very it's got very similar vibes of that I think it's kind of a yeah sort of a woman alone in a house kind of sort of vibe yeah but yeah I feel it's it's weird this one. I don't know if it was released as um, a Richard Bachman book because it's not. There's no sort of supernatural like element supernatural. to it at all. No. No. And I think his his Bachman books were more sort of people oriented. Yeah. Like personally, that is terrifying to me because that could happen to you
4: it wouldn't happen
3: to me it wouldn't happen to me either because i've seen this film and i know no yeah but but like do you know what i mean like there is a sense of like it could actually happen to yeah you know? it's terrifying
4: it is have you seen that film
3: um with the, the guy gets his arms stuck what's that 127 called? hours yeah yeah oh that's mm. brutal good film yeah. though is it danny Bo- yeah. danny boyle i think it's danny boyle isn't it yeah. yeah, it was um James Franco. Franco. Yeah,
4: Franco,
3: James Franco. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's kind of yeah. It's that kind of sort of vibe, isn't it? I'd have yeah. just. I think I'd have just died to be honest. I'd have just been like, well, I'm not getting <laughs> out of here, so I'm just gonna die. I think. Well. And then it. And then it.
4: You never know. You might have found some. Un- previously undiscovered when way it, of... When it gets to like, the
3: de-gloving scene, I'd have been like, I oh, don't think I can do oh, that. I don't uh, think I can do that, that. so I'm just going to stay here and, and die, probably. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I think part of it is, though, for this film to work, the furnishings of the house have to be of very high quality. Because if it was something really cheap, like most people have, it would literally just fall apart. And, You'd just be like...
3: like go go
4: touch. Yeah. Uh, stuff falls apart, especially if you don't really follow the instructions when you assemble it. Because it was like, a
3: wooden, not... it was a wooden bed, so in theory, you could have probably broken it. Yeah. I reckon you could have broken yeah, I it. Mean, I reckon you could have broken
4: yeah, it. I, I was really hoping those spikes that the handcuffs were on were like she could get it upwards somehow, but that wasn't quite going to work.
3: No, I don't. Was it a? What was above? What was above it? I don't know. There was some reason was like why a she ridge couldn't on get her, the, yeah. the spike thing yeah. yeah yeah ugh.
4: If you could have a rat that would chew through, or like a, a rodent <laughs> yeah, that would have been fine. But the story that's not the the film now. The film's not based on that.
3: I'd be like D D, save me D. <laughs> She uh, I got a monkey nuts the other day. She tried monkey nuts for the first time.
4: Oh really? Yeah. Is she like
3: them. Yeah. But mm. it's really funny if you give her one. She like holds it in her mouth like a dog, and then just trots <laughs> to her bed, and then all you can hear is like. <laughs> oh, you can hear is like a sort of scraping to get it open. Yeah, it's really funny. I was like, that that's cute. Right. Right. So. It starts off with a woman packing to some smooth jazz, is what I yeah. would put.
4: Smooth jazz.
3: Which I feel like is the only, apart from at the end, is the only music in the film. Yeah,
2: it's There's no a music film.
3: in it. Yeah. So she's packing and then there's a man packing and then you see him pack these damn handcuffs.
4: Uh.
3: And then... They are driving down this lovely road. It's really nice weather. It's really nice scenery. And then you hear him sort of saying, oh, it'll it'll be good for us to get away or something like that. And then you hear on the radio that there's been a break in at the cemetery. And then you get a bit of a... It's not really a jump scare, but she's like, look out, because there's a dog in the road, which will be important later. When you hear
4: that announcement from the radio i was like they never put casual announcements in films yeah if there's a radio announcement in a film about an escaped convict he he will appear in the film
3: yep exactly yeah so they nearly hit this dog but they miss it and then she's like oh it looks kind of it looks a bit stray i wonder if it belongs to anybody and then he's like we're not going back for the dog and then she's like no 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 it's fine it's fine then I the...
4: thought he was a bit harsh at this point. Having not seen this film or read the book, I was like, what a mean guy. That dog's really, like, soft dog. Like, just softy. Just needs someone to look after it. And then later on, I was like, actually, yeah, that dog yeah. was a bit of a menace.
3: Yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah. He does... Uh, well, in in her mind, like, when she hears him speaking, he refers to the dog as Cujo, <sighs> which is a reference to, obviously, another book, yeah. so... So he, yeah, they pull up to this, like, really, really nice house. And it's like a sort of house by the lake. It's very secluded. Oh,
4: it's such a nice lovely. house. Lovely. It's lovely.
3: It's a gorgeous house. I did These wonder if it nervous. was the same house that they used for Hush because it looked very similar. But I don't know it, if it, it the was.
4: The house, it reminded me of, remember when we watched Get Out? Yeah. It it wasn't like the same type of house. It just had that same sort of rich,
3: rich rural, people vibe. vibe.
4: Where it's like yeah. everything's had, like proper stone worktops rather than like fake stone worktops.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really nice. So they they pull up and he gets a call from work. So he's kind of dealing with that. And then she has a little wander around the grounds and you see this like beautiful lake. It's really, really nice. They go into the house and she says, oh, the fridge is all stocked up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've got it all ready. Like, you know, had it all organised for us to be here and all this lot. And then she sees the dog across the road. So she decides that she's going to feed it. Yeah. And she starts cutting up this steak. And I was like, that is expensive steak that she's cutting. I thought it was Wagyu steak. When she was cutting it up, I was like, is that wagyu beef? Because, like, she's just cutting it into chunks. And I was like, ah, what are you doing?
4: See, I I would totally do that. I would be like, oh, that dog needs some. And there's, there's this random piece of, like, cheek meat offcut. Yeah. I can just throw it. It looks like it's a bit fatty. I might just let the dog have that.
3: <laughs> so, the husband is upstairs and he takes his Viagra pill, which yeah. is probably important.
4: Did you... Notice in this film, so this actor who played Gerald is the same guy from uh, Double Jeopardy. Is he's it? A piece of work in that as well. Oh really? Yeah. He
3: plays he, was... he plays not a nice guy pretty well, doesn't yeah.
4: he? He always plays like wealthy, kind of smarmy. Well, not always. Assholes. Like, <laughs> I remember him as being like wealthy, smarmy. He yeah. he's married to like really, really beautiful women, and he's like. Doing like dodgy dealings financially on the side, or he's doing something behind their back. Oh yeah. Always, but I'm sure he's a nice actor. But that is who he is to me. He's very
3: he's very good at that role, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's so
4: perfect at it.
3: So she goes outside with this stick and and gives it to the dog, and he's he comes out, and then she's like, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just feeding this dog because he looked hungry. Which I was like, That's really nice, to be fair. And then he's like that was kobe beef it's like two hundred dollars a stick and she's like oh i didn't know sorry Oops. whoops yeah so and then but then i think he sort of says um that she's got a good heart and that's why he married her or something like that so he's like yeah that's fair enough oh. and then uh, have you
4: ever uh, tried that beef
3: i've tried wagyu and i wasn't keen on it to be honest it's very oh, really? very rich yeah
4: mm i've I haven't ever tried it
3: it's too it's too like too... you'd only need a little bit of it like yeah it's too it's too much yeah too much mm. they go in the house and leave the front door open for some reason
4: yes yeah. that was weird you'd have to be extremely confident in the security of your surroundings to leave the front door wide open yeah
3: shut your door guys what are you doing? So then they they go in and it's like zooms in on a photo of them at the wedding. And then it cuts to her she's in this like sort of nighty slip thing which she'll basically wear for the rest of the film now. And she's kind of sat on the bed trying to look alluring sort of <laughs> adjusting a, like where to sit and stuff like that. And then he he comes he comes out with these Flipping handcuffs and then she's like, Oh, all right then. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he and then what does she I think she says that she was expecting some like fairy ones or like novelty ones or something like that. And he's like, Oh no, these are real because the other ones break. And I was thinking, I want them to break for this very thing. If I need them to break, I I want them to break. (laughs)
4: If if he just got novelty ones maybe just
3: maybe start small and begin with a scarf use a scarf yeah yes that's what i would suggest
4: at least have like a bed that's less sturdy or
3: at least have a key that's nearby Put it I'm on that genius. ledge.
4: I leave the like. Well, yeah. There's any number of things that would have would have changed the way the film went.
3: The thing is, as well, really? I feel like for stuff like that, you need to be able to trust your partner as well. And hey, he's not a trustworthy man. I wouldn't trust him.
4: I don't think she. I think she doesn't trust him. Yeah. But she doesn't want to say she doesn't trust him.
3: Yeah. 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 It's like she feels like she can't say no which is really yeah. sad. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, So, yeah, it's weird. So he basically handcuffs her, and he's obviously enjoying himself, and she's like, I feel a bit awkward. I'm not into this, really. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then he and then he and then it sort of starts getting a bit weird. Like it gets weirder, and he's like, "Yeah, it gets call even for more help." Weird. And he's like, and she's like, "You what? What are you on about?" And he's like, "Call for help." And she's like, "This is really weird. I'm not into this it's at weird. all." Weird.
4: Yeah.
3: And then, so this this kind of carries on a bit, and she she sort of she sort of plays along, but she's a bit like, "I'm not really into this at all." Mm. Not and really then he. Into this starts referring to himself as daddy
4: well i always find it weird the way people say daddy yeah it's like, i don't it's think not. you should combine childhood and adulthood in that way no nope. it's weird i don't it like is. it no
3: i don't either it's weird no. and i don't i don't get it but so he yeah he starts referring to himself as daddy but this really really triggers her as we will find out yeah. later why and she's like, I am not into this. I'm sick of this. You need to uncuff me immediately. This is not good. And then and then he sort of, he's like really horrible about it. And he's like, I thought we were pushing boundaries and stuff. And she's like, well, I, I don't want to. I'm not, no, we're not having this anymore. And then she she's, she gets mad because she's like, I'm trying, like obviously like they're married.
0: Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash this is home today.
3: Bridge is not good. And she's like, I'm really trying here Like, I, but... I didn't really sign on to this, and she's like saying that it's like a rape fantasy that he was into, and she had no idea. And she's like, "I'm only just learning about this now."
4: Yeah, their marriage doesn't feel like it's a very mutual relationship. No, no. it's like no, they're not. They don't really actually know each other very well, which is why it's not working. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, and and yeah, she's like i'm i'm done with this now you can uncuff me and then he's like what if i won't uncuff you and she's like what are you on about like uncuff me immediately and she's like get the keys and then i think he sort of tries to sort of carry on and she's like no i'm not having this and she like i think she like headbutts him or something because she's like no i'm not having this and then he Gets all sort of defensive. Yeah, he's all sort of defensive. I'm like,
4: oh, but you promised you would try something. And it's like, well, she already said she didn't like it. She already said no. Exactly.
3: No means no. Even if you're in a marriage, no means no. Like, that's not okay. That is not okay at all. They're having this argument and Gerald isn't well. And he sort of stops. I just...
4: I did think at this point I was like, the actor who plays Gerald does not look like he's a, in a heart attack risk group at all. It looks like he's really fit and healthy. Like for I, that was the yeah, least like he's not film.
3: he's not like an old man, but like for his age, I'd say he's probably quite healthy. Like he wouldn't. Yeah, He yeah. never
4: obviously you never, know. You never With know heart disease. There can be a lot of of a Vi- Viagra, it other
3: Viagra, health. and underlying health issues. You don't know. Because I think yeah. that is, like, a warning for it. So, yeah, s- so he starts, like, yeah. clutching his chest and his arm. So, yeah, so he isn't well. Clutches his chest, clutches his arm. She's kind of, like, attached to this bed, wondering yeah. what the hell is going on. And then, basically, he just falls on top of a dead, which is fucking terrifying.
4: It's awful, isn't and it? And then...
3: And then she's kind of stuck underneath him, so she has to sort of move him off her. So then he rolls off the bed, and then she's kind of sat there, sort of like, oh my god, what do I do, kind of thing. Yeah. And then, and then it's kind of, she sort of, she sort of just sat there for a minute, and then I think there's like part of her thinks he'll get up in a minute.
4: Yeah.
3: Maybe he just fainted or something. He'll get up. It'll be fine. But then she starts to see blood coming out.
4: Yeah, she's from... whacked his head. Because, he... like,
3: she can't really see him. He's kind of... He's, I think his, like, head is just visible to her yeah. from the bed. And all she can see is his blood.
4: floor is, yeah. like, slate from the looks. Of... If you had a really expensive plush carpet... Well, he probably died from the heart attack, but it would
3: have been less bad. It would have been less bad, yeah. So she. I imagine
4: anything you'd want to fall on less than a, like a proper slate. Yeah. Or...
3: She Ugh. she sees the blood and then she starts screaming for help, which is ironic because that's what he was asking her to do before. Which she, did, she I don't didn't want to do. Is what he had in mind. And then she's like, help! Help! Yeah. Oh my god, it's horrible. And then all you see is. Um, the shot of outside and there's nobody about, and then you're like, oh Just my no god, like man. she is by herself, kind of thing.
4: I think as well the isolation in these sorts of films. In England, it's quite unusual <clears> to have <throat> the level of isolation that they get in America. Like in America, you could yeah, there's some like we can drive for ages and never see yeah. another car yeah. or like meet anyone. Whereas in England, we don't we, unless you go right out into the Sort of national park areas,
3: mm. and even you then, you probably problem. come across people.
4: Across yeah, a bar, yeah. Mm. Someone. It will always. You always meet someone walking a scotty dog. Yeah, yeah. You can't go There's always somebody. Yeah. Walking a scotty dog in
3: Britain. She, she's still there, and then she's sort of sat there, and then you hear this: "It's time to wake up." And she's sort of saying to him, "It's time to wake up now." Yeah. come on now it's, and she's absolutely in denial but I feel like this is her her character is she denies everything like that's she doesn't yeah. face anything which obviously yeah. is causing the problem and then she starts to hear a noise outside so she's like thinking maybe there's somebody outside and then you hear these little steps approaching but it's the dog because they left it's the door the open.
4: So at first you might be like, oh thank goodness the dog's here, it'll be able to fetch me the keys. But no.
3: Yeah, come on little dog. Go get me the keys. It's just a bit of
4: lassie. It wouldn't have been a problem.
3: No. <laughs>
4: it would have been an adult themed lassie.
3: Adult themed lassie, yeah. Um, Instead of being stuck but yeah, down no, a well. This dog is no lassie. Yeah, so she's like, oh it's you, and then she's like, how was the steak? Did you enjoy it? As and Thomas then, Scott,
4: the acting of this dog is brilliant because it actually. I had so much sympathy for it at first, and now its eyes were like beads yeah. of blackness.
3: Evil dog. And then.
4: Like, staring.
3: But then, if it's a sort of stray dog, it will just eat anything that yeah. comes across. Yeah, Unfortunately, which it is... comes across That's the hot. dead body of her husband and then thinks, huh. I want to eat that dead body. I don't
4: want
3: to eat that. So he kind of starts sniffing near this this uh, this uh, this body, and so she's like, "Back away, get away, shoot." She's like, "No, yeah. don't you dare, don't you 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 no stop it." So then, the dog starts chewing on the arm of the husband, and then it it's pretty it's pretty brutal actually, and she's like, "Oh God." Yeah. But then the husband gets up and he's like, Oh my god, what has happened? What, and he's like, Oh my arm Yeah. He's like, Oh my arm and then she kind of looks and she's like, Oh, oh you're fine. Yeah. But then Thank goodness. Yeah, but then she looks down and sees the body. So obviously it's a figment of her imagination and we get this Yeah we get him and we get her. So there's like a version of her and a version of him. And he's the very yeah. sort of negative side of her and then she is the kind of sort of survival instinct very pragmatic she will (coughs) solve the problem kind of thing
4: yeah
3: and there's a kind of interaction between the two of them so she yeah she sort of sits there and then she realizes and then she starts talking about how they were at a work dinner once and he told a joke and then she sort of starts talking about it and she's like, yeah, you told this joke and, and he's like, oh yeah, I did and it was something about what is a woman anyway, a life support for a, I'm not going to say it because it's quite vulgar. And then she sort of okay. says, yeah, you did tell that joke. I didn't care for it. But I didn't say anything to you. I just, and then he sort of says, "Yeah, you just ignored it. You just carried on." And, and I always think, if that, if that's the kind of thing you're saying to your wife's face, what are you saying behind her back? Yeah. And I think
4: it's hard though. Sometimes in in those situations, or if people say stuff that's really, really, really bad about yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sometimes you're so shocked you don't immediately react.
3: And yeah, because you're like, did that actually just on. happen? Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, yeah. And because when, if people come out with something that is seems out of character, like, yeah. even in any, like, at work, wherever, mm. it whenever that happens, I'm all, I always, like, feel really bad because I'm so shocked. I don't click yeah. to be like, what did you just say? What? And then I'm like, well, it's too late now. Yeah. that's it people were like
3: and i think straight away i think her kind of yeah her her sort of thing is like she she doesn't say anything and she just represses things and ignores it and and it'll go away but then she sort of says like you know yeah we've yeah we've not done anything and then and then he sort of starts saying to her, he's like, how long have you been here? Like, you've been here for five hours. Like, you've done nothing. Like, why, you know, what are you doing? And then she's like, I've tried everything. I'm stuck to this bed. What do you want me to do? Like, I can't do anything. I'm not getting anywhere. And then, yeah, she she sort of has this sort of backwards and forwards with him and, and... I don't I'm not sure why but at some point he starts talking about her ability as a mother and then yeah. and then says oh you you'd be no mother anyway and she's like what and, and she's like your career always came first that's why we've never had kids like that's not up to me kind of thing that's what I thought you wanted and then yeah so she she's sort of feeling a bit sorry for herself at this point and then we get the other version of her, who is saying to her, "You're wasting time now," and then she's like, "This is typical." She's like, "This is so typical of you. You just deny everything. You don't see the problem, and you just, like, you just panic and and shut everything away. That's in your nature. Yeah. So yeah, so she's been she's been quite harsh on herself
4: because it's it's a sort of it's the situation where she's. Um, having to confront all of her defense mechanisms, yeah, that she usually has to avoid facing mm-hmm. problems where she's trapped, like in a marriage. All of her defense mechanisms or denial mechanisms,
3: yeah, yeah,
4: are, are like not helping her as she she has to recognize that her previous sort of mindset isn't going to help her now because mm-hmm. she's literally trapped.
3: Mm-hmm. So, it's quite deep, isn't it? It is really deep, yeah. yeah. she, she's Yeah, so she's she's sort of sat there and then she's sort of saying, I think she wants to go to sleep and she's like, I want to go to sleep. And then the other version of her is like, if you go to sleep, you're probably just going to die. So I wouldn't if I were you. And then she says to her, since, since the age of 12, you've been sleepwalking. And then you're a bit like, yeah. oh, that's a bit weird. I feel like... There's a bit as well at, at some point. She manages to like flick a book off to throw at the dog. Yeah. To get away. And that book is the book that Maddie wrote in Hush. Oh! Yeah. That's interesting. Well,
4: like... Was it Midnight Mass?
3: Yeah, Midnight Mass, yeah. I
4: remember seeing the title and wondering if it was a, a reference to something I hadn't. And
3: then yeah. it's like an eclipse or whatever. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, it was her book that she was writing in Hush, which I thought was quite cool. She decides that she's gonna try and get this phone because there's a phone on the bedside table, kind of next to her. So she's like, "Right, I'm gonna get that phone." And then husband's there and he's like, "Phone's gonna die in a bit. You didn't charge it, so there's no point."
4: He's so negative, isn't
3: he? He's very negative, but then that's her sort of critical.
4: Yeah, mind of herself
3: too, too like in it's like head. self-berating herself like it's horrible
4: yeah
3: and then she yeah she i think at this point she's starting to get thirsty and she's like I, i'm very thirsty and then they're like well you can't how long do you think you can live without water and she's like probably about three days i think i read that somewhere and then he's like it's well it's three- been Eh? He's like it's been it's been a a sizeable chunk of a day now, so you know know Depends how
4: dehydrated you are. Before if you're already dehydrated you have less time. But you get three minutes without air, three days without water and three weeks without food and that's it. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then Yeah. Yeah, so then she starts talking about how she sort of did everything in her power to please him in their marriage. And then it shows him taking this tablet that he took before. And then he he starts talking about a time where, like, you know, I never used to have to take these and and then, obviously, I had to take these. And then he starts talking about a time where he grabbed her by the throat and that seemed to do it for him. And then Mm. she... And then he's like, What did you what did you think about that? And then she says that I I wondered who I had married basically. Um, but then
4: It's scary, isn't
3: it? Yeah, and then but then like other her is saying, Yeah, but what happens when he takes those tablets? He gets really thirsty. He put a glass of water on the shelf. So she's like, Aha, so she kind of manages to grab this. She has to like tip the shelf to get the glass. She
4: does very well. I, oh, I'd yeah. have botched I mean, that big time. It's have a shelf that's not secure.
3: Yeah, it's a good job though, isn't it? So she it cra- is. she grabs this uh, grabs this glass and then she's like, ha, yeah. I've got the glass. And then the husband's like, yeah, but look. And then she kind of tries to drink, but she can't, can't drink it. bloody drink oh, it. Man. So then other Jesse's like get a grip now come on we'll figure this out. All all in this while the uh, dog is chewing on the husband's corpse. it's Yeah. You get these like flashes of it every so often and he's just like ripping chunks off him and just sitting in corner.
4: Makes you wonder what Ugh. what it is that the the actual real dog got to eat. I wonder if it was like. I bet they put it like. It clearly had like stringy bits.
3: I bet they put like dog food on it or chicken or something like that. I wonder
4: if it was like chicken with like chicken skin that. Yeah,
3: it was that like. Represented. I, and, yeah.
4: I, I don't really want to know
3: actually. Do you know what? <laughs> Not a detail I need to so, know. So then. Uh, so Jessie Too's saying about a nightie and she's like, what about this 90 that you got? And she's like, well, I got it new. And she's like, yeah. You got it new, and then she's like, I did get it new, and then realizes that the tag for it is up top on the shelf. Yeah. So she manages to get the tag, roll it into a straw, and drink the water. I would have Genius. never have thought of this. I'd have been dead. I was like, <laughs> no, I'd have just sat there. Did I'd well. have just sat there. I'd have just sat there and been like, well, well I've had a is good how run. It is. I've had a good run. Well, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, it gets to... I think it's dark then. It gets dark then. So you get this sort of rolling shot of the house and how dark it is and quiet and you hear these steps in the house and then Mm. the dog runs away. It, like, whimpers and runs off. Yeah. And you hear it barking away outside and then she's like, is somebody there? Please help me. I'm attached to this bed. Help. It's the
4: only time you would be pleased to hear someone creeping around your empty house. I know, you'd be night. like,
3: "Thank God. <laughs> Thank
4: get goodness, me out of here. There's a creep here.
3: Please get me out of here." So, she yeah, she she sort of sits there and she sees this really tall, unusual-looking man. Yeah. That man does she, does, uh... Yeah. That man is the giant in Twin Peaks.
4: Uh, ah. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking. And... The actor. I forget his name. He has so many varied parts, Car-
3: doesn't he? Carol's... I've got it somewhere. Hang on. What is it? Carol Struykin or something like that. Yeah.
4: yeah. As long as his character is tall, he can do it. Whatever, was also... whatever you need... You need someone to help he's around. He he He'll do it all.
3: What else was it? Yeah, it was a giant in Twin Peaks and he was lurching the Adams family.
4: See. Yeah. He was in um Star Trek as well. Do you remember Star Trek the Next Generation? Yeah. Going back. He I can't remember who he was, but he was like a um, uh Troy's mother's helper.
3: Oh right, yeah, yeah.
4: That's all I can remember. But he's he's been working. He's done a lot of. He's been in a
3: lot of stuff. To be fair. Yeah, he's
4: been in so much
3: stuff. He's great. Because I was like, I'm sure he looks familiar to me. And then I was like, Oh my god, it's the giant from Twin Peaks. And then, yeah, and then there's like all that thing about a ring, because he takes people's rings, doesn't he? And I was thinking, in Twin Peaks, he gives him his ring, doesn't he? Does he? And says, Oh, I'll explain everything to you later which he never does
4: which he never does which i mean does. i want to rewatch the recent twin peaks series just because i feel like not understanding it all over again yeah because i don't think i will quite ever understand it fully but it's enjoyable to have a watch
3: i don't even think david lynch understands it fully to be honest uh, i'm sure he doesn't I feel
4: like one day it's gonna come out that david lynch didn't even write it it's gonna be like <laughs> It just came from, like, the ether as a pre-written script.
3: Yeah. It just appeared. They just found it. They found um, it in a bush or something, yeah. It'd be like
4: that Voynich manuscript. Yeah. But they made it into a TV
0: show. (laughs) Presented by Climate Power Education Fund. Does Big Oil care about our streets flooding or our homes burning? Not according to an ExxonMobil top lobbyist. Did we aggressively fight against... um, Uh, some of the science, Uh, yes. You know, we were looking out for our shareholders. They care about profits, not people. Learn more at polluters.exposed.
2: you're better than that.
1: Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that.
2: But you're right.
0: Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good
3: idea. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That absolutely. Have makes you seen sense.
4: the Voynich manuscript? No. Like, I, I, like, just in books. I don't know where, where the real one is. It's weird. It's full of weird stuff. No one knows what it means. Mm.
3: Is it is it and the script of Twin really. Peaks? <laughs>
4: yeah, pretty
3: much. Might be. So, so, yeah, so she, she sees this man and she's like, can you help me? But he just kind of stands there staring at her and he's kind of in darkness and he's all very mysterious. Yeah. But then she decides that it's a figment of her, her imagination. She's like, oh, you're yeah, not real.
4: Yeah, because she was hallucinating herself and Gerald.
3: Yeah, so she's so... like, maybe you are not real and then um she and then i think he is it gerald starts talking about the moonlight man so he only comes at night yeah and women alone in the dark are like open doors that's really creepy i was like well i don't like it and then uh he basically says well he might be under your bed he might be anywhere and then he calls a mouse and then she's like why did you call me mouse and that seems to sort of trigger something in her. And then we get this flashback to her family when she was a kid. And you find out that her dad used to call a mouse. And the, I think they're on holiday, it looks like. And there's a solar eclipse going to happen. And they're going to go... Is
4: that a lake as well? Yeah, they're going to go
3: out on the lake.
4: Yeah.
3: On a boat. But she doesn't really want to go, so... I think the mum and dad have an argument about it and he's like, well, I'll just stay with her, it's fine. You guys go, I'll stay with her, it's fine. And then uh, the mum's sort of saying, oh, she, she's always been daddy's girl and all this lot and, and really, like, she's really annoyed. So mum and other kids go on the boat. She's sat watching at this lake listening to some music with her dad, which is fine. But then you're like, I'm in a horror film, something bad's going to happen.
4: Yeah, it's not fine, is it? No,
3: you're like, something bad's going to happen, something bad's going to happen. And then the dad comes and starts saying like, oh, that's a beautiful dress, you look like a proper young lady, and all this lot, and I'm like, that's
4: weird. That's weird, isn't it? That's weird,
3: yeah, like...
4: You can say something like that to a girl who's... 18 i feel
3: like you could you like a dad could say that to somebody but in this context it was it just came out wrong and yeah. weird yeah. yeah so um yeah she they're, they're on about this total eclipse thing and then and then he sort of says oh you, you know what you used to sit on my knee when you were little and you're probably too big to do that now and stuff again Probably quite innocent things that that may be said, but in yeah. this context, it was weird. And then, so, so she sort of, she's sort of talking to it and he's like, yeah, I miss my little girl and blah, blah, blah. And that's all very sort of normal. And then he's like, oh, I've had some good times, you and me, Mouse, and sort of chatting away to her. And then she ends up sitting on his knee and watching this eclipse. Yeah which is fine apart from then you realize that the dad yeah is wanking uh, whilst that's... his daughter is sat on his knee Disgusting. and it's horrible oh it's horrible I
4: mean, it, it could have been worse as as
3: it um, could have been says, worse
4: but it's not, it's my, not okay
3: my interpretation in is that it did get worse I think it did get worse. Mm. I think it escalated. But maybe she's in denial. Not from that day, but after that day, then things happened. it's horrible. It is, it's horrible. I even... So horrible. It's
4: it's, it's so horrible, but it's also horrible that, like, the way that he does it. Yeah. It makes it seem Mm. innocent somehow. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: It's, it's really, really horrible. I felt terrible for the actors who had to portray it. I know. I
3: know. No, it's it, just it horrible. so
4: hard to film a scene like that. Yeah.
3: It's terrible, isn't it? it? The
4: director would have to make sure that the actors were not. were like. like they filmed it in a way that wasn't. didn't make it worse for the actors. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Especially the little yeah. girl as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she. Have
4: you, have you ever noticed in like. TV like show scenes and films. When there's supposed to be a child there, but the child isn't in the shot, you know that that child is not there. Yeah. So when people are like have talking about like really really horrible things and they are meant to be talking to a child, mm. and the child's not in the shot, it's because that child isn't anywhere near the set. Because that's good. You wouldn't have a child yeah. exposed to that sort of thing.
3: Yeah. That's good. I think good. that's the way to do it. Yeah, definitely.
4: Don't expose young actors to anything
3: horrible even if you want to portray it in a film Mm. so yeah so jesse wakes up from this horrible dream slash memory that she's repressed and start shouts because her arms she's got like cramp in her legs and the circulation's gone in her arms because she's been asleep with her arms up basically and then other jesse is like it'll pass just wiggle your legs and move a little bit you'll be fine. And then uh, she, she sort of says to her, "Did you have bad dreams?" And then, uh, and then Gerald appears, and he's like, "You never told me about that." And she's like, "I never told anybody." Yeah. Um. She's like, I, n- "I never told anybody about it." And then he sort of says, "I think she says it's not even relevant. It's not relevant to anything." And then Gerald says, "It's not relevant." She's like, "She's like I think it is relevant." He's like, "You married an older man." Who was a lawyer, like your father, had a drink problem, and and he basically says it's the only thing that you've ever known. So that's that's why you ended up marrying me, basically. And then, I think.
4: Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it
3: is. It's horrible. And then she, I think, she start. I think she starts talking about like how. He wanted her to mature and. And cut like come of age and stuff it's horrible oh it's horrible um and she says that she had a dream of a woman in the eclipse and that she was in a well looking up at this woman and then they like what was in the well and she's like secrets so it's obviously all the stuff that she's repressed yeah in a life that that is in this well, with her basically, and then it's sort of she buried all this stuff that that happened to her at a young age. And then uh, Jesse too says, Don't listen to Gerald because he's like the negative, he's been negative and horrible. And she's like, Don't listen to him because he's saying this man's a trick of a mind, this moonlight man mm. that she saw. And she's like, Look at the floor, and there's a footprint on the floor. Like a bloody footprint. Yeah. So, she she's like somebody was here, and then but then she basically says it was death, and he'll be back tonight. You'd best you'd best kind of, be ready for him basically. Yeah. And then I think, she uh, she shuts her eyes again, doesn't she, and goes back to sleep. I think. Yeah. Um, but I think I I feel like. I think maybe Jessie too tells her not to shut her eyes, but she's like, I need to sleep. So I'm going to sleep.
4: <laughs> it's it's so weird when you get that feeling where you can't keep your eyes open. You're like, no, I need to stay awake. But you just physically you just can't. cannot stay awake. It's no. weird. It's scary, isn't
3: it? Mm. So yeah, so she goes, she sort of goes back to sleep. And then it goes back to this memory that she's repressed. So she's in the bedroom, she's changed out of a dress into some trousers and a top. Um and the dad comes in to have a chat with her about it.
4: Oh, I didn't like this bit. I mean I didn't like a lot of bits. Yeah. But this oh. bit, it's so manipulative, yeah.
3: To a child. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And he sort of says, Oh, are you are. are you alright, mouse? No, I'm not. No, I'm not all right, because that was weird. What are you doing? What is wrong with you? And he's like, I'm sorry, and then says, it's not like I touched you. Oh, well, that makes it fine then, does it?
4: Well, yeah, it's and oh, then it's she, so manipulative.
3: Yeah, but then she's like, I'm, I feel like we need to tell Mum. And then he's sort of starts saying, well, we could do, but, you know, things haven't been good and... And we don't want to make it worse, and and basically puts it on her that if she tells everybody, it's gonna break the family up. Basically,
4: yeah,
3: that was heavily implied, and then but, she.
4: Well, maybe that family needs to be broken up. So that dad isn't anywhere near and then,
3: them. Absolutely, and then she sort of says, "Oh well, no, I think we should tell." And then he's and then he says, "She won't think it's your fault, which is she'll think it's your fault and blame you." Um, but and obviously, then... no
4: mum would would ever like blame a
3: child well no you'd think not yeah Yeah. so and then it's kind of a well if you're not going to tell her you can't tell anybody it's got to be a secret and then it's like you know you might you might want to tell your friends you might want to tell mum at some point and then basically it turns it turns around to her begging him not to say anything yeah and it's so sad it,
4: yeah he manages to sort of convince her that yeah she could tell someone but it would make like it would be all her fault and yeah she'd be in loads of trouble yeah and she he thinks that maybe she should say something but it'll be up to her because she'll like get in trouble and it's so manipulative it's horrible it's so sad
3: it broke my heart that and then she's like pleading with yeah. him not to say anything and then he's like well okay then I was just like oh, oh, a piece of work. I hate you. She she's she sort of gets this this memory again, and then she wakes up to the dog trying to eat a foot, and then she's like, "Get off me, shoo. That dog's a piece of
4: work. That
3: dog is a little shit. Ugh. Yeah. And then, so she she kicks the dog off her. So the dog's like, "Right, well, I'm gonna eat some more of your husband then." So he. As another little chew on the husband and she's like, oh God, I don't want to watch this again. And then Jesse too comes and says, he'll try again because he knows you're getting weaker. Um, Basically, I think, and I think Geraldine is like, he can sense that you're on your way out basically. So he's waiting yeah. for you to croak so he can eat you. Which is bleak, 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 bleak. So she starts kind of, sitting there and Gerald saying, you know, work oh, with we the picture of a happy couple? And uh, and saying, basically, nobody's going to come for you because nobody knows you're here. um, yeah. You know, the cleaners have been because I asked them to come before. The people have been for food. Whoever, I think the friends... I think the friends who, like, look on aren't even there and they're a few miles yeah. away uh and then he's and basically saying it's it's worst case scenario basically he's he's like her voice of worst case scenario and he's saying yeah the caretaker will come probably in a couple of days and find you and find me and then he said they'll have to cover you to hide the horror on your face they won't know the real reason because of what you saw and they'll just say it was death by misadventure. That's all they'll put, um, mm. and then and then he says, um, "We'll know, we'll know what happened." And basically, this man that comes in, you you've seen this man, who they say is death, and he'll be back tonight. And then she starts of starts singing, that uh, it's like oh, what is it? I don't know what it is. The mockingbird song. Like, oh. mom's gonna marry yeah. a mockingbird thing, yeah. And then she basically yeah. says, "I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die here. This is what. This is it now." And then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you are." And then she sort of says, "Right, well, I'm gonna go to sleep. Then I guess." <laughs> and she kind of, it's, she kind of gives up a little bit at this point.
4: Yeah, it's heartbreaking, but mm. she doesn't give up totally.
3: No, she she sort of. She sort of goes to sleep and then it's back at the eclipse, but she's as herself as an adult looking at it. And then she sees her child self in this room and she says to her, I'm sorry. And then she says, uh, the little kid says, I want you to remember. And adult her says, I do remember. And she's like, no, you don't. You don't remember any of it. And then she's... She sort of starts saying like the mum, the mum didn't see anything, but she did, um, yeah. and then basically said, uh, a younger, a younger sister, she protected her younger sister basically from the dad, so she kind yeah. of took everything, to keep the younger sister safe, which made me cry a little bit. To be fair, I got a bit mm, upset. It's
4: horrible. The- one guy and his selfish urges have
3: ruined everyone's lives yeah
4: people's like it's it's the thing it's like oh well um at least you had a good time everyone else's life is ruined
3: yeah exactly so she said yeah she's like you need to remember everything that happened after that day so then it cuts to her remembering like the tea they're having tea that day they're all back from the boat, and then, uh, I think the mum says, "Oh, did you have fun?" To her, and she's holding a glass, and she and she breaks the glass in her hand, um, and then she's like, "Oh, oh God, I don't know how that happened." So the dad. because yeah, up...
4: the mum's pregnant. Yeah. As
3: well. The the mum is, uh, Maddie, from Hush. Oh. AKA Mike Flanagan's wife. Yeah, she's in all this stuff. I think. Um, yeah. But then you know, you're married to a director. You expect to be put in their films. Well,
4: because <laughs> otherwise, the director's really cheap, and he's like, I'm not paying you. I need I need someone to play this part. I'm not paying him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. We're well, a tight budget. Um, just
3: act. Act act for I'm free. Go. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: So. It cuts to the the dad's like cleaning up a hand and he's and I think he's kind of basically saying you need to keep it together because you need to not be doing stuff like this because people will suspect. And then she she comes back into where she she is she's still chained to this bloody bed. And then uh, my, um Jesse too starts saying about her wrists have. like fewer nerves and that's why people tend to cut them Mm. and it's really horrible yeah and then uh, she's she's basically saying "Your, your hands are barely working your legs probably not working very well you know you need to do something pretty fast so she gets the glass and pours the water out
4: yeah which is a bit of a sacrifice but she is like If this doesn't work, it's not going to matter. She's
3: run out of water. Yeah, that's it. It's like, this is kind of it. This is it on on nothing at this point. Yeah. So, the dog's still there, and she's like, you stay there, dog. Yeah. And she breaks the glass in her hand and gets a really big, fat shard of glass. So, at
4: this point, because... I knew it was going to be bad. At this point, I was like, oh, that's not as bad.
3: Because I told... Well, I said to you... Because I've seen it before, but I'd forgotten. But I was like, I feel like there's something a bit gross going to happen. And I feel like I needed to warn you in advance. But then I I was like, I need to watch it. Which I appreciate. Yeah. I I was like, I feel like I need to watch it. Because then I know what happens. Because I think I looked away the first time.
4: Well, I... Because I knew it was going to be bad. So when I saw the first bit where she was initially getting the glasses, she had like blood on her hand. Yeah. And I was like, well, that wasn't very nice, but it wasn't like, it wasn't really too bad. So then I was like, well, that's the worst bit over now. She's going to slip out of handcuffs. Fine. Yeah. And then so I kept watching, and then it got a whole lot worse. It gets a
3: whole lot worse. She jams the glass into the shelf, cuts down her wrist and then you get the degloving of the hand because blood is very viscous and a uh, hand will slip right out of there Ugh. it's it's gross like
4: yeah but don't don't watch it if you I think you
3: are calling a it
4: human being basically calling it the
3: degloving no scene who, who doesn't
4: have a moment where they're like Ugh.
3: Like, I can cope with gore, like, I, don't, I, I will watch gore till the cows come home, but I feel like anything with skin and, like, peeling mm. skin does make me feel well, a little like, bit like, exposed Ill.
4: bones and stuff, yeah.
3: Yeah, or, like, bones popping out, yeah. Blech. Yeah.
4: I find yeah. stuff like that, weirdly, when you watch it in a film, because you're an observer...
3: <laughs> yeah. It's
4: much, much worse. So, like, say if you were a, a doctor or a nurse in A&E... Yeah and then someone came in with a terrible injury because those people are experienced and they're trained and they have a job to do yeah like you can switch off
3: i couldn't do it because i'd be like oh that's not good
4: that's not that right. looks terrible just it, i'd be like that engage. looks
3: that yeah. looks bad that looks really bad no that looks
4: painful yeah because yeah. if someone needs your help you Can sort of switch that off, yeah. If you have something that you have to do, you can kind of switch off that gore horror that everyone has, yeah. But when you're watching yeah. it in a film, there's nothing you can do other than just not watch it,
3: yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's horrible. Yeah. I saw it, I think it was on. Do you remember a program called Bizarre? <sighs> They used I'd to do never watched, it was like weird but I
4: remember, yeah. People who
3: had like weird injuries and I remember yeah. there was one I don't know what he'd done. He'd I think he'd like put his hand in a machine or got his hand stuck <sighs> in a machine or something and basically oh. like all the skin from his arm had come off and it was like a glove. It was like a skin oh. glove. It was oh my god, it was horrible.
4: It's terrifying. I just it was I've got horrifying so much the first responders. And oh, it was horrifying. Yeah. People who work in the medical field because they are hardcore.
3: Yeah. And I think I think when yeah. I watched this, I remembered that, and I was just like, oh.
4: Yeah.
3: But to be fair, she uh, she gets out of the cuff. She gets out.
4: Slips yeah. out of that cuff. It reminded me a bit. Remember when I got that bit of pencil stuck in my knee? Yes. <laughs> it was a bit like that. Only obviously much, much, much. Smaller scale, more extreme. Wasn't quite as dire. Yeah. Still got a scar on my knee. I've got like a little red circle. on my knee? Bloody hell. Yeah, I don't think it's
3: ever
4: gonna go. I think it. But at least I don't have a piece of pencil in
3: there. Yeah, that's true. It's gone now. So she, yeah, she grabs the phone, but I think it's dead. She gets the car key, and then basically drags the bed to the. Bathroom where the key is gets the key, unlocks her other hand, and then she's finally free. She drinks a load of water. I know, right? She drinks loads of water. Wraps her wraps her hand and wrist up, and uh, I think she slips on the blood of the uh, of her husband, and wakes up to the dog chewing on her. So she boots yeah. the boots the
4: Because I at this point I was concerned when she collapsed. I was kind of like, she better not die, and that's the end. Because that'll be heartbreaking. So I was so glad when she woke up. Even though yeah. the dog was trying to eat her, I was like, yeah, she's like, get off to me. Be alive being eaten by a dog.
3: She starts walking through the house, and then she sees the moonlight man, who stops, and she gives him her wedding ring. Yeah, it's and a then. And then basically drives off into the distance. She sees Gerald wave her off as she leaves.
4: Gerald gives her this little bye wave. It's like, like, well done. This is all your fault. If you'd read the description on the packet of Viagra, you wouldn't have collapsed. Just don't wave her off. Yeah. Like, oh, And we uh, had a, a nice marriage, did no,
3: oh. <laughs> she, start, so, she starts... For
4: some reason I'm more emotionally involved in that moment than I am the rest of the film.
3: She starts driving.
4: little wave,
3: like... Mm. I'm oh. proud of you. You got out. But it's only her own mind, isn't it? She's just yeah. saying, well done, me. I escaped.
4: <laughs> Bye, Gerald. You did nothing Bye, Gerald.
3: Help. I'll be flipping him off. Yeah. On the way. I would not oh, run him
4: over.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... She's driving, but she keeps nodding off, and she nearly crashes a couple of times. Yeah. And then she does fully nod off, and then you see the moonlight man in the back seat who just whispers mouse to her in her ear, but obviously she's nodded off, and then she just fully slams into a tree. Yeah. So then you're like, oh shit, Like, she might be dead, because that was a pretty bad crash. Um
4: I did I did briefly think though would you not plug the mobile in because it only takes like a short amount of time for it to charge enough yeah. to make a call like, Yeah. a couple of minutes But I guess if she's got the call. car
3: you could just drive somewhere, couldn't you? But she yeah she yeah. she crashes but she wakes up and she sees she sees a house I think in the distance and there's people outside because obviously they must have heard yeah. this crash. So she honks the horn, but then sort of drops to the floor. Yeah. And then it cuts to you see a a sort of a hand with a bandage on it, and uh, and it's and it's her. So she survived. She's writing she survived. a letter. She survived.
4: So ah, oh,
3: so so pleased she survived. I know. So. She's writing a letter, and it says that she's had three skin grafts on her hand, but it's still not great um it's she says she sort of says it's difficult to write, but this letter is difficult to write, but I need to do it, yeah, and then she's sort of saying that she had she had this amnesia that obviously trauma blocks memories of things that have happened here. And then, she's she sort of goes on. I think the people who who maybe Gerald worked for made sure it was all kept out of the papers and yeah, and life insurance went on. Paid out. Oh. Insurance paid out, life went on, and then she sort of says, but it wasn't normal. And then she says, like every time she went to sleep, she saw this man, this moonlight man. Oh, with
4: his red eyes. It's
3: terrifying, and then yeah. But then she sort of starts saying as well, they never found a wedding ring but nobody really looked for it, so yeah. it wasn't really an issue. And then uh she says I think it's kind of a, a letter to to a dad almost, isn't it? And it's kind of a I was thinking of you that day and then saying that his shackles were silence but then Gerald wasn't much better. Um and then she says that the money that she got from the insurance she used to open this foundation of of children who have been in a similar situation to her. Yeah. And then she sort of says like, I never ever told this story to anyone, and now I tell it every day, and I tell it to people. Yeah. Which is really like that's how it should be. Yeah. You need to you need to tell people, and you need to. I think that's how you heal. You know, you can't just keep it to yourself. So then she says that she... She sort of... She went on for about six months and then she saw this man in the paper, this Raymond Andrew Jabert, who was breaking into mausoleums and taking jewellery. Yeah,
4: he was real. And it's that it never guy. Never occurred to me up to this point. Yeah. That he wasn't just a vision. Yeah, he's a real guy. He was a re-
3: so what you're saying is he was there. He didn't friggin' unlock her.
4: No, no. he just walked. He just around. stood
3: there in a no. corner freaking her out.
4: Ugh, what so, a freak.
3: So yeah, so she says it yeah, apparently he took he started off checking jewelry, but then he started taking like bits off people. So Ugh, there's like oh, it's
4: horrible. fingers and ears and
3: stuff. So but then she says, "Luckily, it was just men that he he did that to, so that's how she survived." Mm-hmm. And then they say they 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 went to his house and they found his family, that were dead, and just a load of yeah. fingers, fingers and ears and Gosh. bits of people in jars. I think Awful. it said that he he'd been eating, he'd been eating some of their them oh it was yeah it was horrible, yeah,
4: horrible. so basically she's oh. like oh
3: it was a real person yeah. that was in there
4: is is it isn't it weird where you're sort of gratified to find out that uh, someone who mutilates corpses is real and not a I, fictional i feel like, like, like that makes it worse
3: so because she was literally yeah. sat there for days and it kept coming in and then didn't help Hop her in. yeah yeah so she she says that she she's going to go see him, basically, because she needs to sort of close this chapter of her life. Yeah. So she... He, he gets this hearing, and they're basically saying, you're guilty of this, you're guilty of this, you're guilty of this. You've been cutting bits off people,
4: mm.
3: etc. And she just walks in, and she's like, hey! Well, into the
4: courtroom.
3: She, yeah. yeah, she just bursts in, and she's like, hey! And then he turns round... And then she just looks at him and uh and then he and then he sort of looks at her and says, "Oh, you're not real, you're only made of moonlight, which is what she must have been saying to him when he came into the room because yeah. she didn't think he was real huh. and then she looks at him, and she's like, "You're much smaller than i remember
4: it's It's hard to imagine saying." that that man is smaller than you remember He's a he's tall not guy. A small yeah. A guy
3: at all. I think she says he suffers from is it ag- acromegaly or something like that and it's like a mm. hormonal imbalance or something and it makes you're you like your bland. head bigger and your hands bigger. Um but yeah she she's like yeah you you're smaller than i remember you and then just has a little chuckle and walks off and then just walks <sighs> away into the street.
4: Into the street. And that's
3: it. Yeah, Yeah.
4: I like the way throughout the film she was like repressing things and um, she didn't tell people Mm. about all the the bad stuff that had happened to her and she just put up with things. And then at the end she marches into a courtroom where you're not really allowed to speak up and she's like, I'm going to say something to this guy
3: yeah and it in was kind of a, i'm gonna tackle and, this problem head on yeah. because i'm not and the living judge was with like, "Oh,
4: ma'am excuse me ma'am and she's like no no i won't be silenced even by a judge i am saying to this man that he's like small
3: because he's her
4: dad as well and um Jevold as well
3: yeah it's all it's everybody it's all the people that she's repressed and and ignored yeah. in her life which is very it's very empowering at the end and i like that and it's a positive positive uh, sort of yeah. ending i'd really like to read the book i've not read the book but i would like to read it
4: yeah but cuz so many people rely on other people's silence to get away with mistreating them in yeah whatever form it is
3: yeah yeah that's it i think she the when she's talking about the woman in the who's looking at her from the well, that's a reference to Dolores Claiborne, which is another novel. Is it? And it's I've I, not read that. I think it's about a, a woman who's like abused by her husband, from what I can gather. Yeah. I think, but I've i I've not read it, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure. So they kinda of, I think they're kind of interconnected and in, in the the events of each book happen at the same time. Mm. I think, possibly. Yeah. Um.
4: Well, she... I wouldn't be surprised if Stephen King had like woven, yeah, the things together,
3: yeah, side by side. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think in the book she's got three voices as well as her own voice, but I think oh. maybe in a film that would have got a bit confusing. Um. Yeah. So obviously they've got like Gerald is a negative and then her is the, the positive, but um and. Yeah, they kind of framed her to look a bit like Carrie. In a sort of when she's got like the blood on her and and the mm. light dress, it's kind of a a bit of a a reference to that. So. Yeah, I liked it. I would give it a five out of five. I wouldn't say it's like an enjoyable watch. I would. Well,
4: I would give it a five out of five, but it it's not something to casually. Dip into. No,
3: it's, it's not, not an, like, it's not an enjoyable watch because it is pretty yeah, heavy going. Like
4: it's it's probably one of those ones where it's worth listening to every line. Yeah. Because each mm. each line has quite a lot of insight. Yeah. It's not like oh, yeah, you, you couldn't like do stuff at the same time as watching the film because otherwise you're not gonna. Yeah.
3: understand You need to the sort of you need to really emotions. watch it and let it yeah. wash over you kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd say go... I'd give the go a four out of five just for that de-gloving scene because that was gross. But that is the only yeah. bit that's kind of gross. And, a, and and the husband keeps getting chewed on and that's a bit... Yeah. icky. It's icky.
4: Yeah.
3: Humour. I've given it a zero because it isn't funny.
4: Well, no. It's, it's not, not funny, really. It's not at funny. All. It's not
3: meant to be funny.
4: No.
3: But it's I think...
4: It's
3: not funny. I think it's definitely worth... Watch, it's uh, it's good. Like for it's a Netflix original as well. I think Mike Flanagan. I'm surprised
4: that it's only been made recently. As in, like, you think they would have made it ages ago?
3: Yeah, Mike Flanagan does grief really well. Yeah, I think he. It's like the uh, he he did the haunting of Hill House on Netflix, and that made me sob. At the end, I just, really? Yeah, honestly. Because
4: I saw the haunting with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Owen Wilson and Liam Neeson, like that would make me cry for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, fairly different film.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. There's been so many like reiterations of that as well. It's crazy.
4: Yeah. Mm. I have only seen the Catherine Zeta-Jones one, so I I stand by that one as. The I think I've
3: seen the Vincent Price one. That's pretty good.
4: Oh, the old one.
3: Mm, that's really good. Should cover it. Do you know
4: what I it. noticed about that? For, you know, do you, do you ever find it bonkers where you watch an American film or TV show and they talk about Manchester, and I'm like, wait, hang on, how are they suddenly talking about England? And then, but then it's like Manchester in America.
3: Yeah, there's a Lancaster in America.
4: Yeah, it's weird. There's a mm. London in Canada. Is I was is watching it? this program with a, a Canadian couple. Who were Like. We even went to London and I was like, wait, hang on. But it's just a town. I feel like Canada. there's a
3: Birmingham as well.
4: Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. It's a bit of a pitfall because, say, if you wanted to book a flight from the UK to America and then a flight back, and you'd be like, oh, the prices to land at Birmingham are great.
3: <laughs> yeah, and you end up in Alabama <laughs> you end up in Alabama so you, yeah.
4: you've, had, you've had a lovely holiday in New York and you're like yeah. right, I'll get into Birmingham at this
3: time,
4: <laughs> the flight is really cheap, it's really fast,
3: it's great end up in Alabama I, I've done it where I've searched for something for Lancaster and it's come up as like Lancaster, Pennsylvania yeah and I'm like no that's not where it's I want to be. How
4: Google and like the internet has all these algorithms that track your data, and they're constantly tracking your activity, and yet they don't think, ah, oh, yep. maybe she doesn't want to go to Alabama because she's English. It doesn't occur to them.
3: Yeah. Can't. Does not, uh...
4: Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's probably not the worst worst thing in the world. It's just one of those things that is noticeable.
3: <laughs> yeah it is pretty good i like it yeah i think it's a good uh, it's a good one worth worth a watch definitely yeah yeah so next week we're doing the dead zone we're doing another oh. stephen king adaptation
2: oh yeah. that's
3: good and it's it's yeah christopher walken christopher walken oh. in the dead oh, zone
4: he's a horrible actor if ever there was excellent
3: yeah very good
4: i mean christopher walken's good in all sorts of things yeah um but he's got one of those horror faces hasn't
3: he (sighs) to be fair i always think about him in uh, sleepy hollow as the headless horseman yeah with his pointy teeth yeah (laughs) yeah next week watch the dead zone and in the meantime we are on facebook at wonderful and strange we are on twitter at wns horror and we're also on the emails at wonderful and strange at hotmail.com stay safe everybody
0: I made the best salad ever, people. And now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and season rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing!
1: Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor.